0: Welcome to the Media Rock Podcast.
1: All right, Mike. So I actually have been trying out uh, iOS 14, the beta for the iPhone. And I'm oh, cool. really, yeah. really enjoying the experience. Um, I think the UI is a lot better. And there's a lot of functionality that when I was an Android user, I didn't realize that I missed, like having the ability to have custom widgets put on the screen um, to see like calendar appointments and the weather or whatever else that they have. But
0: that's funny because I, I remember when I moved over from uh, my Android over to uh, iOS, a lot of people were like, "You can't even search on the home screen, and you can't even look at the weather right on the home screen because all we, they lost the widgets when you went in, went to, back to iOS from Android." That's gonna be nice to have those back for sure. I think.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, just not have to to bury yourself in a, an app to find certain information is gonna be nice. So I've been using this widget called the Smart Stack. Which has okay. the um, weather, photos, um, news, top stories, and this is kind of customizable too. But it has calendar, so I can I can have a couple different widgets within one. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. And oh, then you can cool. move this around. Just kind of swipe
0: can, down and see all the different the different widgets all at once. That's yeah, cool. You
1: can, you can scroll through them. And then the other cool thing is there's like an app drawer. Kind of like, you know how on Android you would like hit that button. It would bring up all your apps. It kind of, yeah. you, you swipe to the right of your last um, home screen and they kind of group all the apps um, in like folders that they, I guess they think is appropriate, but um, it's pretty cool. I, I've enjoyed it so far.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I, that, the app door thing is really neat. Cause when I was listening to the keynote, probably. What was it, a couple of months ago when they announced it, but uh, they were talking about this idea that they're going to be using machine learning or you know this kind of AI technology to help you organize your your phone to the, the best fits your needs and best suits your needs. And I thought that was really kind of a neat idea. Uh, so it, it does it automatically for you?
1: Oh uh, yeah, the app the app library. It seems like it, yeah it groups it. So it has well suggestions. It has like my GoPro app, Amazon. So that must, it must be working on that, but it has like a recently added, um, apps folder it has social utilities, productivity and finance, creativity, entertainment, um, information, reading, shopping and food. So some of the stuff I already have it marked that way, but it kind of, it's an interesting grouping that it did it itself. I'll have to play around with it, but I think I can delete apps from my home screen and they'll be available in the app library. That's cool. Which, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I'm seeing here that they got like an Apple or at least an Apple watch or I guess, what was it? The Apple exercise widget as well. So mm. you can track your movements on, on your phone throughout the day.
1: So that's pretty oh, cool. That's cool. Have to, I'll have to add that. Um, and yeah, you can customize these apps a little, or these widgets a little bit. Like you do a long press and then you can edit um, the widget. So it's that's pretty cool. The, the one thing I thought was interesting, and I know Apple is trying to move away from this, way back when um they kind of went to that flat interface design they're moving away from i think it's called scudo morphism it's that belief or design concept that you're trying to make things seem real and initially the ios experience kind of was that it had like game center had that felt tablecloth look to it and then um the background had the the water drops and stuff like that i was trying to make make you feel like you were interacting with real objects i guess and the one thing that always kind of felt like it was stuck was the the date and time thing when you fill out a form like you'd have that rolodex you'd have to scroll to the date and yeah the time. yeah um that's finally gone now so when you fill out like uh like a reminder like set a reminder for a date and time you just type those dates in you don't or you pick the date you don't have to scroll through that infinite um Tumblr of those dates and i think that has probably right. been one of the bigger um, user experience improvements that i i found so far and it's it's a small thing but it's i think that they're finally getting away from that that sc- skeuomorphism or that that realistic type inter- interface
0: design that's good because i've seen drop down menus before with like 300, 400 different. I don't know if you've ever but interacted with the websites where people just were like, hey, let's put everything in this drop down menu. And you're just scrolling to find yeah. what you need. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is taking forever. <laughs> and yeah, so it'd be nice to be able just to just type it in. Like you said, that's really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. It, what's even worse is when you have to build those experiences and put like every state in the, in the United States, you know, it's like, oh, and you have to put them in some sort of order. It's, it's never something <laughs> right. easy.
0: Yeah, I was just taking a look at their their website and some of the, uh, just to refresh myself on everything that's coming out with iOS 14 and, and some of the things that are actually exciting me about this and it's just the little things like like how they have the compact calls now. So like phone calls don't take off your entire screen anymore. Oh, Have, yeah. you, have you experienced that at all?
1: Uh, no, I haven't. I've, I've only noticed the like interface changes. Um, I haven't noticed that so much. I guess whenever mm-hmm. I make a call, it's usually up to my ear so i don't see the screen oh. um so i'll have to try that when i like i'm on hold or whatever when i um, make a support call or something like that but um yeah i'm, I'm interested to, to get more people in on it because some of those other experiences I, i'm interested in like the group chats where if you're in a group that's overly active and you're not where you can kind of mute it and then (laughs) um, be notified family group texts. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're (laughs) notified, get notified, if you're mentioned, uh, which I think is going to be interesting. It's going to train people to use it differently than how they typically use a a text message. So I wonder how that will go.
0: Yeah. And I can see you also can pin conversations too. Uh, That's something I would use because I, I have probably five people I talk to the most and then, Mm What happens? I get all these junk text messages that I'm popping in and I'm like, I'm just tired of scrolling through them to yep. see what, what Ryan sent me today. You know, so I have to like <laughs> I've been getting yeah, a bunch I of junk text messages lately. So <laughs> can pin him to the top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the other user interface thing I don't necessarily care, but um it's different is the Siri blob instead of that that black home screen with the uh, the waveform for Siri. Yeah. So now when you activate her, um, she turns into this blob in the bottom of the screen, and she'll try to do a search from that. Oh, nice. It's I mean, it's a little thing, but it's just a a different look and uh, a little bit more minimalist type of feel.
0: No, I think there's a ton of a ton of neat features, and you know, I I see you know they're making a a ton of of changes to you know, like Safari. It looks like you know doing these activity zones and different facial recognition. I know they have made changes to like privacy, which was messing some things up for some other companies and things. But I think uh, it looks like they have translation apps now built in iOS 14. So, I mean, they're just unleashing the beast here.
1: (laughs) This seems like a pretty um, substantial release um, with all this, these improvements, at least compared to the, probably the last, I don't know, eight or so iOS updates that there have been. And then you were mentioning something about the picture in picture, which is something you can do on the iPad, which is yeah something you can do on the iPhone. Now, I'm not sure about every model. I'm, I'm sure that it'll be a better experience on the bigger phones. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be limited on like, because I think you can still do this on the original um, iPhone SE, which I know is a small screen. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that works. I'll have to try it on my my old one if if it still works after my daughter's been using it for about a couple months. <laughs> you wanna you wanna break an iPhone, you give it to a six year old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, and I the other thing I saw in here is that, you know, I think they've released it a little bit earlier, but um, they're they're mentioning on this site about how you have the Apple car keys type of thing. So mm. what are your thoughts about that? You think that's something that if you had a car that could do that, would you be down for having, you know, your car keys as a part of your Apple Wallet?
1: Yeah. Well, I was. I've been looking at cars for a while, um, thinking about what my next one will be, and um, I was. I'm potentially considering a, a Tesla Model Three, and I believe that all Teslas have the um, electric, or not. Uh, they're all electric, but they all have um, the digital uh, car key. And I think the drivers key is connected to the app on the phone, which I think will probably have that that tighter integration. Um, and then if you have like a if you ha- you're getting your your car parked by a valet attendant, you give them like this yeah. credit card type thing, when they they put it in a certain spot in the car, and they can drive it. Um, oh, that's cool. So I I, th- I, could, I see it going that way. I um, I think I think phones are going to be used for a lot more things, especially in this. Touch free, germaphobe society that we live in. I know a lot of, I think a lot of uh, Japanese cultures have used their phone for payments, and I know we're slowly making strides with Apple Pay and all these other type. Of, um, I love Apple credit Pay. card checkout processes. So yeah, I think I think you're going to see this be a little more commonplace. Um, it'd be interesting to see what car manufacturers pick up this technology because I mean, both cars that we have. I don't have to get my keys out of my pocket to start the car. If They're all the the push button with the, I guess, near field communication sensing right. to start the car. So if your phone can do that, that's just one less thing that you need to worry about, I guess. Because sometimes I, I walk out of the house without my car keys, so I have to go back to get it. But if I have my phone, I don't know, then you're relying a lot on having a, a phone that's not dead. <laughs> So that's right. That'll be that'll be uh,
0: something else to consider. You just have to plug your phone in right when you get there, or hopefully your 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 car has uh, that wireless charging mat, so you can just lay your phone down and it'll just charge your phone for you. That'd be yeah. pretty cool too.
1: Yeah. Well, I think at some point they're just gonna have wireless charging pants. You don't have to worry about a mat or anything like that.
0: Yeah, everyone. So then, when someone lies, they'll be like, "Liar, liar, pants on fire," because everyone's <laughs> pants will be catching on fire. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the other thing I, I, I can't help but uh mention is uh so on the on the iOS fourteen site, they're talking about AirPods. Okay. Mm. And so it's not iOS fourteen, but there's some cool stuff that they're talking about with these new AirPods. Um they're talking about uh, spatial surround sound, so like uh, you can almost hear hear sound all with your with your AirPods that are, that go almost around your body. And so it sounds like things are behind you thing. And like that, so that real surround sound, but it's right in your ear. I think that's really cool. Yeah. That's because I, I, I listened, uh, when I listened to the, the keynote, like I said, back a while back ago, they did something during the keynote that made it sound like it was some sound was spinning around your head or something. And I was, I, I was on a walk when I was doing it and I was like, Whoa, what, what I was looking around because I didn't know what's going on, but it, yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And there's cool.
1: those are such small speakers that that's pretty impressive that they can get that effect with just that limited size. And I don't know the different tweeters and whiffers that might be in that little, little space.
0: Right. The other, the other cool thing I saw on here too was mm-hmm. that uh, they're going to be doing audio sharing for Apple TV. So mm-hmm. you can connect two sets of AirPods to your Apple TV 4k. So if you and your wife are watching the TV and don't want to be real loud with, you know, with kids in bed or whatever, just pop your earp- earpods in, earpods in, and you can just watch TV with your earpods in and listen to the show that way. I, I missed that one. that one. That's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just saw that. But... I'm trying
1: to, th- I'm trying to think how that, uh,
0: I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> I guess, I guess
1: there's got to be a need for it, right? Someone's requested this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand. Totally understand for parents who have kids who go to bed early and that type of thing. Or maybe if you're at a loud party and you're trying to watch a movie <laughs> and you want to connect, you know, and someone else also wants to connect. But like usually when you're yeah. watching a movie, like I'm going to look at you and be like, "Hey, that's hilarious, isn't it?" You know, or something. I want to have a conversation with the person. But if I have AirPods in, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to have that conversation. So I don't know. It just it seems very impersonable. <laughs> it yeah, it does. It does. It seems like
1: they're taking social distancing to the next level. Like we can watch this together, but we can also be apart.
0: It's like when you, I am somebody at work and you're sitting right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standing up and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I literally could peek over the wall and talk to you, but I'd rather just, I am you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it looks like there's a lot of cool stuff coming. So actually I'm excited. I might have to take a look and and uh, check out iOS 14 for myself. And so it's in beta. What, what, do you do, what do you do to download it right now? If it's in beta, like you just go out to their website or is there a certain way you do this or how? Well, I got, an e- I got an email
1: and I mean, I wasn't, I haven't been on the forefront of like any of this tech stuff and I don't necessarily want to be with my work computer, but I'm really only using my phone for work, for text, um, IMs and email. So I'm like, I could probably stand to be a little more bleeding edge with my phone. And I got an email about it. So all I, all I had to do was hit accept. I don't know if I can forward it on to you or not, but um, that's all it took for me to get the ball rolling. Like it it had me put in some information, like my iCloud account. And then it had to, I basically had to say, yes, I understand the risks and all this stuff. And then it it activated my phone to get a um like an update for the beta so it, it was it was fairly easy um so i can, I can see if sure. i can afford that to you um but it, it wasn't too bad at all and like i said i've really enjoyed the experience so far i'm sure if you get in early you're gonna have a lot more problems but it's been pretty steady so far i haven't had any problems and i'm still on my wife's phone so nothing has gotten worse for me so
0: is it making it a, is it actually making it to be a better experience for you overall
1: um no i think i still hit some of those glitches like things won't load like so i i might go to like the widget screen they're all blank until i turn off wi-fi or something in it, and then it might force a refresh but um it hasn't like i said it hasn't been worse so if i get a different phone it should only be better
0: from there well that's good All right, so uh, I might have to go out and check my email or go out to Apple's website and see if I can sign up somehow to get that. So uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm going to check it out. Thanks for dropping into this episode of the Media Rock Podcast. We want to continue the conversation with all
1: of you between episodes, so check us out on Twitter at MediaRockMe or on Discord. To join our Discord, look for the link in our Twitter profile. Be sure to subscribe so you can be notified for the latest episodes. Until next time keep on rocking